You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Believe After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Believe After Show. Wow, look at that. Actually, this is all hear him. that. All him. Thank you. You're welcome. That's right. <laughs> Hi, guys. I am Courtney Henderson. I am your host tonight here on After Buzz TV. We are doing a Believe After Show, and I am joined by two very lovely people. Let well, me have them introduce themselves. Hey, guys. I'm Bobby DeMuro, and the music choice was mine because the episode is called Together. You got to do something applicable music wise. Hi guys, I'm Kate Aquilano, and I kind of like it. You're welcome. It definitely brings the energy up, right? It, I I think you did. I think you did fit, a good job it, this it week. Fit. It right. does fit. Now we have a fourth co-host with us in the booth today. <gasps> I'm so excited. We do. We figured that since Miss Bo gets Stanley on Believe, that we needed our very own safety turtle. So we have Studley in the house tonight. Woo! Give I mean, him a round of applause. How amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he looks amazing. He's ready to talk with the earphones on. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to the podcast, turn on the YouTube. You need to see the video. It's that important. I'm kidding. It's not. It's just a stuffed it's, turtle. No, but it really is. But no, it is. Yeah, it is. You'll like appreciate our little it. mascot. You'll appreciate it. So he'll be joining us tonight, and if he does well, then you'll you'll be well, back in we'll the studio. I have, a feeling, a, he, I have a feeling he'll be back. He is a little shy. He doesn't want to talk a lot. He can't hear very well. But I have, a, I have a feeling he's going to be back for the rest of the episodes. Well, before we get started, I want to talk about something very special because we here at AfterBuzz are so grateful that you guys are watching our show this week. And if you didn't know, our AfterBuzz founders, Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro, actually have their own reality show. They brought us this show. So please go watch. Uh, it's called Chasing Maria Menounos. It's one of the shows that I've loved watching when it comes to reality. I'm not typically a reality show gal, uh, but but this I was willing to make an exception for because it's fun to, to watch the inner workings of a couple who are in Hollywood, but not of Hollywood. They are very normal and down to earth. So come watch it with us. It's on Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. on Oxygen. It's on iTunes, Amazon, and it's on demand. So if you aren't able to watch it Tuesdays at 10, you can join us. Really, you can go watch it anytime you want. Exactly. Um, I, I actually end up watching it usually Wednesdays. So I don't know. When do you guys watch I, it? Let me say this. As a straight single male, mm-hmm. one thing the show has going for it, there was a pool party episode. So, yes. hey, girls in bikinis, I'm just, I, I was okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I was not complaining. I'm not complaining about any of it. it was, it's great to watch. It's really fun. So definitely check it out. All right. Well, now that we have that, we get to talk about our favorite show. Our second favorite show, maybe. <laughs> Good save. <laughs> no. Courtney's going to be back next week. She hasn't been fired. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, it's only my favorite because of Stanley. Stanley wasn't really in this episode. He, he made an appearance, a very brief appearance. 
He pointed it out to me because he was like, hey, there's Studley's cousin. In, unless maybe it was Studley. <laughs> maybe Studley's the body over. double. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, the first thing I want to dig right into is the relationship between Tate and Bo. We we finally get to see him completely taking on this whole parent role and wanting to be the dad as Bo is playing with water and being trained mm-hmm. and and he's just like enough is enough she needs to be a kid and i love that they the episode just sort of revolves around them having to be normal yeah and you know and and watching Bo not be able to use her powers and it's funny because like i don't feel like i ever thought she used them a lot until now when it's like she can't use them mm-hmm. what I do know. you guys think i uh i really enjoyed seeing how this whole like daddy-daughter thing was going to develop. They still don't know how to do it. One of my favorite parts was uh, Bo was with Channing, and she goes, it's different now that we both know that, you know, he's her father, she's his daughter. And I think it's just going to be really interesting and fun to see how the relationship develops, because they still don't know. I mean, she doesn't do what he says or, you know, pay attention. He's like, I'm the father, you're the kid, do what I say. And she's like, no. Well, there was one very important moment, and it was so fast. I don't know if you guys missed it or not. Tate does one thing for the very first time tonight, and it's huge. He calls them a family. Oh, he yeah. did. Remember when really they're talking when he's ta- when Bo's talking about Gary's family and whatever else we have to help them. Tate's like, "Yeah, well, what, what about, about our, our family? family?" And it was in like an aggressive way, but he still used the f word, the good f word, family. <laughs> The only F The word. only F word. It's funny that you say that because as soon as you started to say, you know, that there was one moment, the moment that came to mind was not that one, actually. It was when he was talking about, you know, I'm the dad and kids are supposed to do what their parents mm-hmm. say. And there was sort of this, like, moment of silence. And to me, I don't know what they were thinking, but to me what came to mind was Nina. Yeah. And how it's sort of this catch-22 because everything that Bo wants to go do and everything that Bo is saying about helping people and that he's getting after her about... You know, those are the things that I feel like Nina would be telling her. So it's sort of that, you know, you have to do what your parents say. And it's sort of like, but dad, I am. It's just the other parent Mm -hmm. who's not here to actually verbalize these words. But I feel like they both knew in that moment that, you know, she absolutely is doing Mm -hmm. exactly what Nina would have sort of encouraged and and gotten behind. And speaking of Nina, I mean, how cute was it when Bo, like, asked Tate, you know, like, how did you meet? And she wants a bedtime story. And he actually, he tells her, and it, it's just like a really cute moment because they finally, like you said, have their family together. Yeah. It's just, it's fun to watch. Well, and, and they get the time alone in this episode because mm-hmm. once again, you know, we see that the team is having to go off to sort of work on something else so that they can keep both safe. And, and it gives them that opportunity to sort of be on their own again because they haven't been alone very much, you know, in, in the past week or two. Yeah, since really they found out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, you know, I think that that's a really good storyline for them to bring into it so that we can finally see that. And, of course, Nina. And I was thinking about Nina, too, in this mm-hmm. and just kind of thinking about how kind of, con- like, just important, vital she has been to the story and how big of a part she's played without actually like being in the show mm-hmm. you know because it's all flashbacks we're not seeing anything present day of course because she's not alive and mm-hmm. so it's so fascinating to see how they were able to incorporate her so intricately into the story and to give so much information and background i feel like we know almost as much about her as we do any of the other characters maybe you know channing and some of these other ones maybe more than them and then this new girl on the show 
Which the girl? the girl Le- that created the the chip Leeds Leeds that was okay yeah, yeah I didn't know where she came from I was, that's what I wrote I was like wait, did we see her before not really I looked up the background on this actress uh-huh. and she was actually kind of a bit part player or whatever and she expected it to be like a one time episode mm-hmm. bit part thing and they kept writing her a bigger and bigger role and nice. we'll talk about Channing later but now that Channing happened what happened to Channing with Scorus Leeds may actually get a lot of burn in the next couple episodes. Absolutely. You may see her in a lot of scenes. She's going to be a big part of the team now. But yeah. uh, to to go back to Tate and Bo, um, yes, the relationship's developing, and mm-hmm. we all like that, and I think the viewers like that, and I think the ratings coincide with the fact that the viewers yeah. like that. But the more things change, the more they stay the same. And Bo still messes with him. Tate telling her in the story about Nina, I had to go to Milford to go on a job. And Bo's like, no, to go rob someone. You know? Yeah. And she's like, she's poking fun at him. And, and Tate's like, oh, you know, I saw this girl. And Bo stops him and goes, no, you he saw a woman. woman. <laughs> you know? Well, that was about Nina. Exactly. But that's yeah. the point. Tate is oh, like I the see. child. And Bo is like, kind of like, no, grow up, kid. You know, come on. Yeah. And Tate later on, when he's talking to Gary, he says, well, I'm being blackmailed by a 10 year old girl. <laughs> I and love there's, that. And there's <laughs> still this. <laughs> And there's still this back and forth. You know, he says, how do you get along with everybody when he's talking about the horse? And she says, well, I don't get along with you. You know, it's just I real. I love that. I really did. Their yeah. relationship is very fun. It's um, like, yeah. it's, it's so fun to watch. And I think that's what makes this show. Well, and I think that that's one of the things that will be very interesting to see develop because of that. Because mm-hmm. if that relationship doesn't sort of maintain itself in this playful way, I'm not going to be as interested in, you know, I'm invested in watching what happens to Bo mm-hmm. and Tate. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just, like, there's a part of me at this point, and maybe, you know, because of what happens later in the episode, that will sort of wrap me back in more of the orgasm show, but it's sort of like, I just want to watch them. Mm-hmm. I just care about them, and so, you know, I don't really, you've, I have forgotten and sort of stopped thinking about a little bit, like, all of this orchestra business and kind of, I mean, and maybe that was the point of the episode, too, because... I sort of felt like she was normal, mm-hmm. because, but that was the point, you know, but in this episode. I feel like there's this whole orchestra business, but then I also always forget, like, isn't Tate is still, like, a wanted murderer? And yeah. is that ever going to go away? Uh, uh, I, I feel like that's just, like, out there and no one really cares. They acknowledge it in this episode. Yeah, but it's never, saw- like, doesn't, there's... Posters everywhere. They were in a diner in Philadelphia, and you nobody don't batted recognize an eye. Him yeah, I, I, I or agree. The with, kid, but the picture of him is with his long hair. Even so, but they caught him with short hair before. Like yeah. they've looked they, at I him know, with short hair. No, but they don't have a picture. That's true. That's what I'm the the yeah, picture is still like the long out picture. To, out but. to the public. Out to the public, they have the long hair in the orange Sooner suit. Sooner or later, I, this I, is going to have to catch no, up with I it. agree. I not, agree. Not only that, but remember the, the temporal structure of this show. It's not weeks or months. It's days. Yeah. So this is only a couple days after, like, episode two and three and four when they're on the yeah. run. It's not weeks. So this is still really fresh. It's still in the media cycle. A, a, a ex or a convict who's on death row, who, according to the media, abducted a little girl and is on the run, would dominate the news cycle. Everywhere. <laughs> would be everywhere. That person would be caught so quick. <laughs> well, it hopefully, was... but apparently not. <laughs> I mean, let's be serious. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I agree 100%. I think that's a huge hole, but I'm okay with, like, you know, you got to get past it and mm-hmm. they got to look at other stories. So okay, whatever. But, yes, they're in a diner in, in North Philadelphia. And no one seems to notice. And no one cares. And they're helping so, this hardware store owner. And everybody's like, oh, whatever. He's a great guy. Doesn't look weird. But, well, maybe maybe it's a subtle political stab at, uh, you know, Americans <laughs> and how nobody watches. I mean, I mean, like, how many Americans are maybe in Philadelphia? But, I mean, do you actually go on and watch the news? Do you watch the news in the morning? Yes. I do. 
Every day. Yes. I also work in news. You watch the news. Like, you go on and watch the local news. Well, wh- I'm not talking go online and, like, read CNN no, and all those like things. The I'm national saying watch news. I watch, I watch Al Jazeera, but it's, it's, it's the local news, like, you know, the CBS affiliate or just watching news in general. This story would, would get be picked on up national news by CNN, Al Jazeera, whatever. So you'd see it on any news outlet. Mm-hmm. I think, I would assume. I would assume that a murderer who was about to be executed, who abducted a 10 year old, Who's on the run would be everywhere. But your point stands that people don't pay attention. I like, yes, I agree with you. And once she finds out, the detective finds out that who are we going to return Bo to? Because she's with her dad. Yeah. That, you know, so that's, that sort of, I think, helps subside it a little bit also. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying completely that I disagree Mm -hmm. because I, I do think that yes, this would be absolutely in the news more than it is and that that would be part of uh, the reality. That is not necessarily being acknowledged because this is a scripted show. But I think that there's, you know, justifications for why they make the choices mm-hmm. that they've made for not having that be, But you know. Speaking of the FBI agent, I get like a weird feeling every time she's in a scene. I, do, I think she's going to be on Bo and Tate's side one day. Yeah, she, I, does, she doesn't like Scorus. No. And oh, no, even, not And I feel like she's going to risk her career. Like, I feel like she's this up-and-coming huge agent in the FBI. And every time she's on screen, I just have a feeling that she's going to play, a, like, a huge role in the future on their side. Like, working against Scorus. Probably. I, no, I, I see that. Mm-hmm. I definitely... Now that you said... I, that had not been anything that I'd felt or, or mm-hmm. seen from watching her... I just sort of thought she's more of just, you know, kind of this background person, kind of trying to keep up the story, you know, the backstory that so that it's story. not like those things just get completely, yeah. you know, dropped off and never acknowledged ever again. She because definitely... you're right. That is a huge thing as far as being in the media mm-hmm. that they they would be. And it's like, OK, well, you got to bring that up at some point kind of yeah. thing. So. So, yeah. Well, I think that is there anything else about Bo and Tate? I just I think we should call it like dad watch. Like, dad you know, watch, like, you know how, like, dad watch. talk about local news. You know how local news, you have a huge storm, and they do, like, you know, Stormwatch mm-hmm. 2014. We have Dad Watch, and every week, Dad Watch gets a little stronger, he gets a little bit better, and the storm of a good dad is coming. Do you like that metaphor? I do. <laughs> but I feel like Tate's dad is going to take a few steps forward, and then, like, a giant Oh, for sure. Back. <laughs> so, yes, I like Dad Watch, because there's going to be a lot of stuff to cover. What did I tell you guys the first week we did the show? Adult men are like ten year old boys. Oh, yeah, so you true. so something's gonna happen. He's gonna do something. He's not something not stupid. malicious, not evil, but something's gonna happen. Because mm-hmm. it can't be smooth. He's gonna kiss Channing when they get her back. Ooh. I don't really think that, but it just seemed Ooh. like the thing to say. <laughs> I can see it. I was I mean, I, I would bet I mean that's like way down the road predictions, but I would yeah. bet that that's something ends up happening. You don't write a show and have your to like two of your main characters be the Roughly the same age, yep. like attractive, working closely together, a common interest of Bo, you mm-hmm. know, that you're working towards saving. But that's just me. That's <laughs> I can just see it. Me. I can see it. And maybe, maybe even Bo will be the one that like brings it up. She sees it. She like, knows. Just I bet she already just knows. Kiss her already or something, mm-hmm. you know. But that was one thing that I thought was interesting. Actually, one last thing on them was when he did tell the story about Nina and mm-hmm. how he met her and the whole soulmates thing. There was a part of me that was like, maybe Nina knew that she wasn't it. She was just a step towards it. Because without being Nina and Tate being together and making Bo, there Mm -hmm. would be no Channing in Tate's life. Right. And so, I don't know, but it just was sort of this feeling where it was like, she loved you. You know, Bo says she loved you or she loves you or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, however she worded that. 
And but part of me was just like, I think Nina knew, like, could see the bigger picture, and she knew that she was just like a little piece of the puzzle, a significant piece, um, but just sort of like this like small, in as far as time goes, piece in the in the big scheme of things. That I don't think that she is a soulmate. It always makes me wonder, like, how much of a story Nina and or Bo could see, because if Nina could see the whole big thing. She could then see where orchestra is and how her daughter is being chased down by orchestra who are, you know, taking advantage. So why would she go there in the first place? And even with like the story of how they met, like how much does she feel or know without being told? And how, you know, like it's a. Well, I think just logistically Mm -hmm. about that with Nina. He said, Tate said that when he went into that psychic reading place, when he was waiting for the job to rob the guy, yeah. that she read his palm and stuff. So she was touching him physically, which is key for Bo. Yeah. Yes. So I think that's how she sees it. And to the, to your question about orchestra, she can't see the orchestra stuff in the same way unless she were to like touch chorus score. or something. Okay. Yeah, Good I point. Think. Good point. Yeah. Which who knows how much that was or wasn't happening mm-hmm. through her training. Because we, yeah. yeah, really we saw Bo training with Winter, which is actually the first time we've ever seen her training. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen her do things, but... I didn't even think about that as far as she was, she would have been training and she actually still does need training to control this ability that she has in order to take on orchestra, mm-hmm. which Winter reveals is why he took her. Yeah. To take on orchestra. And I, I don't know. It just, there was something about it that I was just like, oh, don't do that. Like, not because I want orchestra to stay around. Mm hmm. But because I just, it's like, don't do that to Bo. Don't put that on her shoulders. Like, don't you love her? Don't you want to protect her? Well, a, a couple episodes ago, we're talking about the degrade. And the degrade's yeah. a huge deal. And we don't want to use her powers because they degrade. And now all of a sudden, we're training her powers to make them stronger. So how do they balance between the two? How do you get strong without degrading? That's right. what I want to learn about these powers. Well, Where's the fine line? I think the degrade is is trying to do it too too big of things too quickly. And coupling it with, I think, stressful slash yeah, like dangerous the hypertension or the hypersensitivity. Yeah. Okay. But that was another thing that I thought was interesting because, you know, Tate comes in and plays the dad card again mm-hmm. in that training because he's like, no, we're done. Like, go eat some junk food, you know? <laughs> <laughs> one more thing about... I, I know we could talk Tate and we go could. forever. But one of the cool, funny things I thought when they were at the diner, he was like, what grade are you in anyway? <laughs> and I'm like, that is oh, true. Yeah. Like, I love who that. is teaching this child how to read and write? Like, she doesn't go to school. Maybe she doesn't know how to write. I mean, We've never seen her write. We've she's only like seen a her ten draw. Year old. I feel like she's a really gifted 10-year-old. I feel like she's I reading mean, at like a sixth grade level. She's really smart. <laughs> I'll give her that. But she does need to go to school. And she's like, I don't even know what grade I'm in. Maybe. And I love how he was like, he was like, yeah, we could try that, you know, what's that thing called? Uh, homeschooling? <laughs> I'm like, she's better off without it. But. I was yeah. say, she's, she's I probably, think she'll learn on her own. She's read more books than Tate already. Probably. She probably has. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. First, I want to just say, please go on to iTunes, like our show, rate our show, subscribe to the channel. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, if there's things that you want to see more of or less of, uh, because we really are here for you. We just love the show. And if there's anything that we can do to make it better, we want to make it better. So I can hear them saying it right now. Less human hosts, more, more studly. Oh. <laughs> He doesn't want to speak up just yet. He's quiet. Listen, <laughs> he's, he's listen. Really less quiet. is more. Mm-hmm. I think. I think we can take his silence as uh, agreement. Yeah, right. For sure. He's totally in. Yeah, he's totally in. Agreement so. and endorsement. Pretty soon, he's going to get a Twitter account, and you guys are going to have to follow him. <laughs> oh, which 
Johnny Sequoia is on Twitter now. She is. I Twitter. know it's you know it wasn't like today or anything, but recently. Twitter and Instagram. Right. Her yeah. mom. Ooh, is man- I have only followed her on Twitter. Her mom is Instagram managing going. her. Her mom is managing her account on oh, that's Twitter. Smart. And oh, then good, it, it says that on there, so it's it's yeah. I love that because it's like okay, we're you know somebody's still looking out for yeah. Johnny because you know she's you don't think you don't child. think Tate's managing her account. I don't. Oh my think god. So. Tate. Hey, in real life, the actor who plays Tate does not have Twitter. Hates social media. Is very like old school. Doesn't want that sort of public relations. I can see that. So. Jake McLaughlin is not on Twitter, so he's definitely not. Oh my not. gosh, do you think we can get him on Twitter? Please get it. on Twitter. Or <laughs> hijack it. Johnny's Twitter. Do it like a Twitter takeover. <gasps> Just for like a day or yeah. a week or something. Oh my gosh, Just we like need to make this happen. from Johnny's Twitter. <laughs> we need to help him like Bo helped Gary. Yeah, that's the plan. That's right? the plan. That's all we want. <laughs> right? What did you think of that storyline tonight's episode? <sighs> Helping the family? I mean, starting in the diner. I love that. How he's like, what is she thinking? What are they thinking? I thought it was really, I mean, I, I guess you'd never know how you'd react, but like when she touches Gary's hand and he kind of sees the events that would be unfolding, I would be so freaked out. I'd be like, what the heck? Like, get away from me. How, what are you talking about? He's just like, oh, that was going to happen. You just told me my future, and I'm okay with it. And not only that, but the event that was going to happen with him shooting the gangster, what an awful idea on so many levels if he had actually gone through. In front of his hardware store, like his gun. Broad daylight, his gun, just shooting a gangster. Like, you needed Bo to tell you that 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 was was a bad idea. Really bad idea. This is Gary graduated from this Tate School of Decision Making. (laughs) But But the thing is, I feel like like it's like two against one tonight. (laughs) Maybe just because I'm like sitting over here. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but no, it's. But I feel like Gary, like he didn't know that he was going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, and he's I, desperate. I mean, because this is not a killer. Mm-hmm. This is a family man. This really is so much so that the reason that this guy is even showing up in front of his hardware store is because he's been trying to save the hardware store, right. the mom and pop shop, because the huge conglomerates have come in and made it basically impossible for him to compete price wise. Well, we all know we like a good bargain. You know, so he's suffering and he's been suffering. He says since 2008, they reference things in the show that, you know, are more present day. So, you know, that's that's eight years that he's been taking out money yeah. against it. At the same time, I, you know, I go back, like you're saying, the Tate school of decision making. Mm-hmm. What made you think that, that that would be better? That saving your hardware store temporarily would or be better than like saving your family. Well, yeah. but, no, but I mean, going to that guy yeah. and asking for money in the first place, mm-hmm. like a guy like him has no business doing that. I also wonder. I, I hope neither of you know, but I'm curious. How, like, w- if you got to that point, if you got to that point where you needed money, would you know who that guy is on the hill with the mansion? Would you know where um, to go, with, like, to make that? I'd call? ask someone that would ask someone that uh, would knew a guy that. I feel like Someone if you knew. if you owned a hardware store, you see a lot of people come in. You see a lot of remember they're in Philadelphia. Not to get too deep into this, but they're in Philadelphia, <laughs> which the Northeast may or may not be, you know, mafia country in some ways. And they're in Philadelphia. And if you got a hardware store, you deal with a lot of contractors and building contractors. Yeah, that's true. And that in in New York and other places, some would say is kind of a mobbed up industry. Laundry. So maybe he knows a couple people who know a couple people and can point them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So you don't know yourself. Not saying that I've ever, you know. <laughs> but you could like ask a guy that would ask a guy. And, yeah, I feel yeah. like you know. I don't. I don't think I know anyone that would be able to get me that guy's <laughs> name or number on the I record. Really don't. I don't either. 
You don't think that I could? No, I said on the re- on, I said on the record. I don't know anybody either. Wink, Mm-mm. wink. On the record. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I don't know anybody. It, so. But I feel like you could ask enough people yeah. to, you know, to figure it out. Yeah, I guess. I don't out. know. I just I just stay away from all that stuff. <laughs> well, I would hope so. <laughs> I just call my dad for money. <laughs> dad, if you're watching, another check, please. <laughs> no, no, no. He he raised me to take care of myself. So just like Bo. Although, you know, she takes care of herself. I think she does a good job. And she wants to take care of Gary. Yeah, that drives me crazy. Like, And it's the perfect setup because you can't be mad at Bo for wanting to help people. Because Tate got mad at Bo and Bo's like, what's wrong with helping people? And it threw Tate a little bit. And I think he's probably thinking like, yeah, we should help people. But we still can't. You know, there's a problem there. He wants to be normal for like the two days they have. right? And she's like, no, we're doing it. I just like, can't there be an episode where Bo watches Dora the Explorer and just hangs out or something? With no. Stanley? She just wants to be normal. She doesn't want to watch. She, I don't think she wants to be normal. I think, because here's the thing. I don't think she, she doesn't have a reference point of what normal is. That's true. To like want to be that. She doesn't have her like own room or, you know. Like- well, remember though, in, in what was it? The third or fourth episode when she comes across uh, the kid, the sick kid and his mother. Mm-hmm. Remember when she's playing with him and they have that play date. That's yeah. like the first normal kid thing she's done. And that was like the most fun she's ever had. So yeah. I, I would, I would agree. Yeah. But I think that. There's something about her that she understands that helping people like Gary, it's a higher calling kind of a thing. Like, it's just more of a duty, and maybe she looks at it somewhat as an obligation. Tate surely does. I mean, she says she can't help it. Like, she needs to do it. So it's like an obligation. I mean, and maybe... Maybe there's something in it that it's like the the telekinesis, you know. Mm-hmm. She has to sort of like follow it or it goes away. I don't know. I'm making that up. But, but I mean, there might be something to that where mm-hmm. it's just sort of like you're just called and you just, you have to do it. Even if you don't want to. Because there's probably situations, especially with all the stuff that she's been through and the danger that she's put them in because yeah. of helping people, that it's like, I like on some level, I wish I didn't have to, but I have to. I have to help these people. You said this to me off camera about something completely un- unrelated, but the quote, to whom much is given, much is expected, applies. I said required, but. Required. Same, but, but I mean, that applies. Same idea. That applies to Bo here, maybe. I agree, 100%. And, and I think Bo understands that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's something just inherent in her or something that Winter sort of taught her. Uh, but I will say on that note that, that Winter, it's interesting because I feel like every single time that they get back together and reunited, that he definitely, his first interaction with her is always sort of like kid and playful and endearing. Mm-hmm. It's never just straight to work, which I thought was interesting. And I really like that about him, that as much as he knows that she isn't a kid and all of those things, be, be, like that she doesn't get that mm-hmm. luxury, he still tries to give her those little moments, you know, here and there. That's the difference between Squirrus and Milton, that like he still knows she's a kid and needs he needs to protect her. And Squirrus doesn't he just wants to take advantage in every way possible and that's why one of the ways that he got her out because yeah. i think milton has that protectiveness over her and he he needs her like you said to kind of go against orchestra but he still gets that she's what is she 10 10 yeah. 10 you know yeah 
and she got to play with the horse. How excited was she to go get the horse? <laughs> Did you see her tweets about that? No. no. Okay, she live tweeted the episode. Johnny Sequoia live tweeted <laughs> the episode and flipped out during the horse scenes. It was literally like, OMG, I love horses so much. This scene was so great. The horse was awesome. Like, it was just tweet after tweet of this stuff. And I was like, Aww. I feel like she's running the account and not her mom. Oh, totally. Well, I'm sure I'm sure like they're sitting together. Because oh, she, yeah. she says it's managed by her mom. So my guess is her mom looks at things before yeah. she does because, you know, out there there's going to be people that yeah. are not necessarily the nicest. Like Kate and I. You guys I are nice. Mean, you guys we're are not nice. going to apologize for We're it. just teasing. Yeah, but don't apologize cute? for being nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute when they have to like escape the truck that gets pulled over and she has to ride the horse and then like yeah he has to has to tough job on and the then set. uh tate falls because he, oh my god like he's not she's telling him how to do it like don't lead him or don't for i don't know i i don't know how to he ride will, horses so but he the, falls and it's she like finds it hilarious yeah and he thinks he broke a rib yeah and dislocated and she, his knee. Remember that? He like yeah. went off on a laundry list of like problems. She's like, shut up, shut up. We're at Balfour's house. Just enough Yeah, already. look where we are. I'm look on a horse. I'm having the time of my life. Leave <laughs> me alone. I don't care about your injuries. <laughs> but, but I mean, hey, you know, the horse. And I mean, and that was important. And I think that that was just so interesting that it was that, like, I don't know. It felt that close. The time, like the, the time lapse of when they were with Gary in the truck mm-hmm. and, you know, had to leave because the cop came. To when they get to the property to return the horse, it's like, that didn't seem like that long. Mm-mm. But I love it because there was something about it that almost made me think that the horse liked, like, that it was, like, good for the horse, too, to go back to this, like, bad man. Because the horse, like, led them there. And so it was like, okay, well, even though this man is, like, not a nice man mm-hmm. because he, you know, like, cheats people out of their money, you know, like, exploits them. I mean, this horse chose him over the other owner. You know what I mean? Well, like, he explained that the the guy that had him kind of won him in a shady, shady bet. And so maybe he did deserve to go back home and really shouldn't have been with the other guy. Yeah, I just, I was like looking out for the horse. And I was like, okay, like, he's free. He's riding. Or, you know, he's got these people riding on him. And, and he chose he chose the original owner's house to go back <laughs> to. Ladies and gentlemen, no animals were harmed during the making of this production this week. No. Not at all. Especially Studley. Oh, oh. Studley, Studley was not only not harmed, he excelled during the making of the production. He is just chilling. Yeah, yeah, at Toys R Us, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. Toys R Us. <laughs> just hanging out with the kids on the shelf, waiting to get picked up. Don't tell Studley. He's priceless on air, but he costs $14.99. Studley, don't listen. Earmuffs. <laughs> Headphones, Studley. Headphones. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Headphones are going to make it worse. Well, what is, is there anything else about Gary? For you guys? I don't think so. He's just another example. He's just like the blogger. He's just like we've seen this four or five times. Um, are you getting sick of it? You seem no, like, uh, I think each situation, each person she helps, we kind of learn something about Tate or about Bo or about Nina or about the situation. So it's it's fun because, and it's nice that they help people, but it also kind of propels other storylines further as well. What yeah. Kate said. Really? That's all, that's all you got? No, I, she's right. I mean, I just, I'm kind of sick of it because I want him to do other stuff. I'm sick of it at the same level that I'm sick of the safe houses because they're always running from safe houses over and over and over. Where are they supposed over. to go? Well, that's the thing. They have to. So it's yeah, part Bobby, of this, where are they supposed to go? Uh, to school. 
He's a wanted man. They acknowledged it there too. I know they can't enroll her, but you know what I'm saying. It's it's the the safe houses and helping people are just a repetitive function that they use. And part of me is like, okay, let's get off this, and they're going to with the Skouras thing in next episode. But part of me is like, okay, I understand why they're doing it. It's interesting. It's not like I'm complaining. I'm still here watching the show, and it's getting better every week. So it's true. You know, I go back and forth. It's true. Well, let's move on to that uh, last thing that happened. Like the biggest thing of the show, maybe. I had like a heart attack. Yeah. I was like, oh. Channing. Well, so we have leads, which we still aren't sure where she came from. I mean, because she just sort of like appeared and there was no acknowledgement of how she came to be a part of them. We know that she helped build the radar. Yeah. Like the whole program and system that they use at orchestra to track telekinetic powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that's basically what they're using to find new talent. And in addition to now they can use it to find Bo, because of course, as it was being developed, which Winter said that he was a part of the early stages and sort of the founding of that program. Granted, he clearly left before it was finished or he would have known Bo couldn't use her powers. Mm-hmm. So somehow she gets involved with the team. I'm I'm liking it because they've lost everybody else. Yeah. They had to get somebody else. We haven't seen Zoe fully commit one way or the other. Like what the heck's going on with Zoe? I was so mad at her in this episode. I Zoe to me, Zoe is committed to Bo, but she's terrified of Scorus terrified and is so scared to leave him for the repercussions that she doesn't want to. And I also think she's valuable to the team. Inside orchestra. We I haven't seen too. that yet, but I think she is committed to well, Bo. She, she saved Bo's life. Yeah. Well, here's here's the other thing. Remember when Channing in orchestra, when she gets caught by Zoe, yeah. and she pushes Zoe up against the wall, and Zoe says, I won't say anything, and you know they walk yeah, off or whatever. Here. Do you think Zoe may have actually said something? I we don't know. I kind of do. I think it's, if you saw it really, it was really quick, but before she, the leads played the loop, of the security footage, you could see Channing on the security camera. For and they like did a say that. Yeah. Winter, somebody but then, said that. Why wouldn't you catch her before she went into that before room she with the, the locator? Yeah. Instead of like, I don't know, they like wielded the escape route shut. So like, I, I don't know what kind of the deal was with that. Uh, maybe because they couldn't find her. Because when the security started looping, they had yeah. no idea where she's. You just think they would have done a total manhunt over and the whole I, I guess we don't know how big orchestra yeah. is. Yeah. I didn't know. They didn't know where she was going. So but I guess you, that's a good but point. But still, like, as soon as you see somebody like her on the premises, like, why aren't you doing the... Eh, eh, exactly. Eh, like, emergency, emergency, all systems go. You know, whatever, you know. Like, those, lockdown. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you know, like in a jail. Like, when it comes down to, like, a riot or something. Like, you make the call. You hit the button. And mm-hmm. then everything goes haywire. So I don't, and to your down. point, I don't think Zoe said anything. Although I think she did. You do? I do. I a hundred percent. I think she. I think because maybe I feel like it's one of those things where, like, they would know where uh, Zoe had been, and they would know based on the footage or whatever where that, Channing had you. been, to where there was no way that she could could have like gotten Thanks. away with not not having seen her or. Just the fact that, you know, she just wants to get away because she's not fully committed to the mm-hmm. team. Because I don't think she believes in tearing down orchestra. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I just think she's protective of Bo because of Bo's powers. I don't think she's anti-orchestra. Because I really think if she was anti-orchestra, she would have left. Because if if Winter and Channing, etc., you know, leads now, you know, or whoever else that was involved or might be involved, if they really felt like having somebody in orchestra was a huge asset... 
more so than a risk than they would have kept somebody there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just how I feel. Are you? Do you have telekinetic powers? Did you just read my mind? No. Are you sure? Because you just took my point. You'll never know. I guess I won't know <laughs> unless my mind is erased. No, that's exactly <laughs> it. I think Zoe here realizes that she's definitely in it for Bo, but that doesn't mean she's in it for Winter and Channing. Mm-hmm. And she... she when she saw Channing, she was like, why are you here? What are you doing? I think Zoe was pissed that Channing left in the first place and saw it as so risky and so stupid. So just because he's, she's there for Bo doesn't mean she can't play both sides against each other and be there for Skouris too. And if she can curry favor, we're talking about Zoe, if Zoe can curry favor with Skouris by outing Channing or whatever mm-hmm. else, she'll do that as long as she tells Skouris stuff that doesn't harm Bo. Right. right. Well, and we saw that in this episode again because early, early on in the series, we see... You know, that that moment where it almost looks like Scorus is kind of, like, inquiring about Zoe being the mole. Yeah. Which has never come back. Uh, but then we see them talking in this episode early on, and they're tracking Bo kind of a thing. And, and she... It kind of felt like that again it's a like, little bit. It was, bit. like, the exact same moment. He looks at her, and you're like, wait, does, does he, he know? know? Yeah. I don't think he does. I just think he's creepy and kind of gets <laughs> well. And they want us to wonder, feeling. you know. That's yeah. definitely an intent, an intentional thing intentional. in the writing and in the, you know, in mm-hmm. the script for us to wonder that and have the discussion of which side is she on because it's not clear. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think Scores feels that it's not clear. And I think Zoe, in her mind, she she hasn't made this decision. And in her mind, like those little looks by Skurus, he's she's like, I, you know, I don't know if I can go through with this because he's going to catch on so quickly. And that's probably like, you know, kind of halting her decision to go one way or the other. Right. Well, I mean, and I don't I, I don't think that she's really against orchestra and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But like you said, we know she she's in it for Bo. And I feel like helping like you said, she she played both sides in this. I think she just absolutely played both sides. And I'm curious to see what happens because, you know, Winter said to Channing, you know, if something happens, there will be no one coming in after you. Which, of course, she knows and the, the circumstances, they wouldn't be able to. They don't have the resources or manpower to send somebody So what's going to happen to her? I was just going to say, I am in the vast minority on this, I'm sure. I don't think we'll ever see Channing again. <gasps> wait a second. Jamie Chung's leaving? Wait a second. Wait a second. Don't spread rumors any, like that. Is there no, anything I, else? Hey, is there anything else that we need to cover before we do predictions? No, I think we should just we get should. to predictions. Okay. Well, Studley. Okay. Ask Studley. Is there anything else we need to cover, Studley? No. <laughs> All right. We have bottomed out when we're doing Turtle Voice. And now, you're after Buzz TV. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Could, I mean, I, I don't sound anything like I it. Have it wasn't one, me. I have one request. <laughs> Could you do your predictions, Courtney, in, in Studley's voice? I think Studley should make his own predictions. All right. Hey, I'm cool with that, too. Let's let's definitely <laughs> do that. Maybe next week. Maybe if maybe that's his, his catch to get you to bring him back. Studley, will you do predictions next week if we bring you back? He says sorry is not for tomorrow. Ooh. Oh. So he'll be back. He will be back. Oh, he's, he's going to be. He's, he's Yes, he'll be back. Right. He wouldn't miss it. Well, I want you to carry on with your prediction because you started. So I'm okay, going to cut well, you off with the whole Channing bit. Two predictions. We already said one. Studley is going to have a huge uh, impact on this show the rest of the way. Serious prediction, though. And I know this is probably wrong. And I kind of want to say it to be controversial because I just feel like it because Scorus is a bad dude. I think Channing's going to die. Or they're going to take her capture or whatever and try to flip her back. We 
maybe we haven't seen the last of Channing, as in she'll still be acting in these shows. Jamie Chung's not going anywhere. But I think Channing is done in terms of helping Bo. They're not going to let her get away with that. No shot. You just, like, rocked my world because they're going to erase her mind. There you go. They're oh going to make her God, forget. They so are going to make right. her forget that... Bo helped her in that way. And she's going to go her. back to the original, like, being head of security for Skurris and being really bad person. Even deeper, it's not going to work, but she's going to let them think it works. She's going to be a double agent. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, that's like a triple agent. <laughs> well, she can handle it, okay? She can totally handle it. And Zoe's going to be the one that fi- figures it out. And they're going to leave together, and she's going to commit to Bo. You sound like you thought about this quite a bit. I might have talked to them. But, <laughs> my prediction... <laughs> Next episode, Skurris gets captured. So I think they're going to do a little trade. Ooh. Channing for Skurris. So I she like is not that. going away. A little Channing for Skurris straight up. I like yeah. it. All right. Well, and they can't go away because maybe she's Tate's soulmate. Duh. Uh, true. I feel like you're the only one pushing that card. <laughs> I could see it. Definitely. You know, like it season two. Season two. Okay. They always are the Channing's romance Channing's kind of like two. a mother figure to Bo, too. What's, yeah. wrong with, what's wrong with Tate and Winter? I mean, sexy. Those two. <laughs> Sexy. There was no hesitation right there. <laughs> we rehearsed that before. Man. <laughs> oh, man, where was I? I was a Studley. Studley. Yeah. All right, Chatting all away. right. Thank you guys so much for watching. Where can I find you guys? I am at Bobby Demuro on Twitter. And I am at Kate Aculano on and Twitter. St- Studley does not have an official Twitter account, but hey, maybe we'll give him one. He we'll will. see what you guys think. Soon? Soon? Okay. Mm-hmm. I can be found at C-O-U-H-E-N on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.